are the fuck? Fear is not a factor for you. This is where we're going to learn who will be the ultimate survivor. So with your permission, I'd like to take this guy on the boat, and then once he's trapped at sea, teach him a lesson he'll never forget. Can't we just stop taking pictures of yourself? Your sister's going to jail. Recording All right. progress. It looks like we're recording. Welcome to Confession Cam, a podcast about reality TV. I'm John. I'm Hunter. And I'm Daisy. We're doing this one. Uh, we're doing this one remotely, folks. So it might be um, might be a little different. We weren't able to be in person today. Also, I'm uh, recovering from a cold, so uh, my voice might sound a little bit shot. So apologies in advance for that. How are y'all doing? I'm doing good. Not a fan of the storm that's going on, but I'm glad y'all didn't have to drive in it. So, yeah, I'm taking yeah, that it's as really a win. Down out there, doing pretty good. Aside from that, there. Cool. Um, so we're we're just gonna do one episode today. So rather than and since we're not in person, we're not gonna do our soda review. But I figured we could go around and uh and just do a quick dev check, see what everyone's drinking. Um, instead of our soda review that we normally do. So I'll I'll go first. I'm drinking a um, guava Sao Paulo LaCroix, my favorite flavor of LaCroix. How about y'all? What are, what are y'all drinking today? Um, I'll go first. Hey, John, I, I think you might be a little too close to the mic. Oh, sorry. Is this better? Uh, now you might be a little too far away. <laughs> Maybe right. split How, the diff. How's this? I think that's that sounds good. Okay, I can't I can't hear myself in my headphones, so feel free to give me that kind of feedback whenever. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sounds weird. Cool. Uh yeah, I'm I'm tonight I'm sipping on a a Fago grape. Um Ooh. I I'm I'm pretty partial to grape soda. I think it's pretty good and uh I don't think you can get better than than Fago as far as that's concerned. Um I don't usually like drink soda in the evening, but figured on on this occasion on this beautiful occasion might as well uh, i thought about thought about drinking i've got some seagram's escapes in the fridge uh and and i i'm a sucker for the seagram's escapes but i, I think that ginger ale the, no uh seagram's escapes is a wine cooler it's like a three percent uh alcohol uh, oh, sweet okay. beverage um, I highly recommend it if you're if you want to drink about 14 beverages and just get a little bit drunk and get really hung over the next day. It's a good choice for that. Okay. <laughs> what about you, Hunter? Um, I have a refillable sport, sports tumbler full of water. Nice. Um, Hell yeah. I did drink a probiotic <laughs> soda. I only ever drink soda for this show. I'm very boring. Otherwise, I had a smoothie <laughs> for dinner. I suppose that counts as drinking. I should have cracked open a four loco. We should, I guess. Honor, you probably don't want to do a four loco episode, but I, I mean, I, I would do. I, I I would taste a four loco. I can drink. I just can't have too much. Yeah, I think the last time, no, <laughs> last time I had a four loco, I uh, I had a bunch of people over, and I, I bought probably like three four locos and i poured everybody like four ounces of four loco and we all just we all just drank a little bit of four loco like uh, a four loco shot almost yeah it, you know it's it's uh it's fun without the the commitment of an entire four loco yeah i don't think i've ever had four loco before so if really we, we ever, if we ever did that one it would be a first time for me if we decided to deviate away from soda yeah, we'd have to do like a, a sleepover or an Uber situation. <laughs> <laughs> um, Daisy, you had a you had an update for us uh, oh. from our episode last week. Yeah, so Wife Swap is interesting. I think it's probably the oldest show that we've uh, watched on here. Um, so there's a lot of history and a lot of like, you know, and these are people that went on to live mostly normal lives, I think. Um, so there's someone on YouTube that has interviews with um, several people that have been on Wife Swap, and uh, she had one with uh, 
last episode we watched the Bosk and Gustafero families, and that was uh the the feminist homeschool family and the uh pageant uh uh felon family. Yeah, that was um, an evil combo. Yeah. Uh and so I watched it was a follow-up with two of the kids from the boss family. Um and they seem like they're doing really well. Um that was the uh that was the homeschool family, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, there were a few, just a lot of interesting things they said. I would definitely, if if you guys find that interesting, I would definitely look it up and watch the whole interview. It's kind of long, but uh, it's pretty interesting. And I think it, it it was pretty illuminating to me about a lot of this stuff with, um, you know, the way the the show is is edited, um, and and they said. Uh, like, for example, um, you know, there's the scene where the dad uh, gets really angry at the pageant mom uh, because she's trying to make the girls dress up or whatever, right? Well, uh, that, uh, according to the, the kids, that anger was actually directed at the producers. That was him getting into a fight with the producers about uh like he's just like you know this is kind of ridiculous why are you like making us do all this stuff and and you know when he gets angry and drives off that was a fight with the producers and they're kind of egging him on so i think that it's 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 easy to believe that once you know it but in the moment you know you can definitely tell that they're i don't know i thought that was interesting um yeah that's a good example of uh the way they manufacture storylines yeah and even though it's unscripted it's very uh you know they can still manipulate um what we're seeing yeah and another thing that they said was um when the, the the homeschool mom rips up one of the pageant photos uh that was a photocopy that the the producers had made ahead of time and they didn't actually tell the family they, they told the the mom like hey this is a copy rip it up but they didn't tell the everyone else and oh <laughs> alicia was so, so they, did, ups- they didn't lose 128 dollars after all yeah exactly and alicia was so upset about it and the mom felt so guilty about it that she she was told like don't tell alicia and she was like look i have to let you know like I did not tear up that real photo. It was a copy that the producers made. They also said there was just like a lot of positive stuff that they didn't air, um, which I also believe. I think probably they they were really milking the drama. Um, and uh, yeah, the one of one of the kids from that family works at. Uh, I'm not going to say what it is because I don't want to dox them. But um, it's a, a, a pretty well-known bakery. Uh, and uh, I, I thought about getting us a cake from there to uh, to eat and review during the show. But um, obviously that didn't work out since we're not together. But it's also extremely expensive. So Bakery here in Indiana? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Oh, gonna, that's right. Because they're from uh, they're from New Palestine, right? I she talks about like she she's like yeah I work at a, a like pretty famous or a, a pretty like serious like cake bakery in Indianapolis, and I was like okay it can't be that hard to figure it out, so I just googled it. And then there was like here's our staff, and she was right there. <laughs> but still, okay. I don't want to dox her. Confession. Yeah, we don't want to dox her, but uh, maybe that's a confession cam field trip someday. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We should do it. Uh, anyway, I don't know if any of that is interesting at all, but that's that's what I I learned from that little interview video. No, it isn't. It's it's. I always like a a good where are they now story. Yeah, and uh, I think that that's a great a great segue into. Or was there anything else we wanted to talk about, or we want to jump into today's episode? I've I've got something I want to show you both, but I'm gonna wait till we're uh we're in okay. person. I got. I got a little something um, I found at Goodwill that's that's oh, kind of related yeah. to our show. So um, 
but yeah, we'll we'll jump into it. Uh, so we're gonna do wife swap again this week, but we're only gonna do one episode since the last episode went kind of long. Um, so we're only covering uh, one episode today. It's gonna be season four, episode six. And uh, Daisy, I'm gonna put you on the spot again because you you chose this one. Do you want to give a little bit of background about because you know something about one of the people that's uh, that's on this show, right? Yeah, this was this was my pick, and I actually I want to give a shout out to my friend Paul. Uh, who who put me onto this because um, one of the the families on this episode of Wife Wife Swap is um, Badlands Chugs, the YouTuber. Um, he's also a competitive eater. Uh, I think he. I want to say he was on Doctor Phil too. Let me see if I can confirm that. Uh, that would have been a good. Uh, I guess good thing for us to do is watch this and the Dr. Phil. <laughs> but actually, I'm thinking maybe I made that up. Uh, yeah, I, I can't find anything about that at all on, online. So uh, uh, perhaps I made how, that How up. did you, what is your, um, what is your history with, uh, you said his name is Badland Chugs? Yeah. Uh, so, have, you been, have you been like a fan before or? Yeah, I've been watching him on YouTube for a little while. Um, I'm, uh, if you guys can't tell, I'm kind of like a uh, a soda pop enthusiast. Uh, I like I like rare and unusual beverages, and uh, Badlands Chugs does a lot of videos um, where he just chugs like any soda you've ever heard of or never heard of. Um, it's almost like report of the week type of thing. I think it's the same kind of genre of YouTube. Um, if you guys don't know who that is, it's like a fast food reviewer. Um, oh, okay. Gotcha. So it's not, this isn't, okay. I'm going to use a, this is an internet term I learned very recently. Um, so maybe I'm using it wrong. I don't know. I'm, you know, I, I'm the oldest out of all of us, so I might be the most out of touch, <laughs> but, but uh, I just recently learned what mukbang YouTube is. Is this, is that what, what this, what this guy does or is not it adjacent quite, to that? Or? Not quite. The, the emphasis for Badlands is is the chug, right? So uh, I think a mukbang is more just like, oh, like watch me eat or like watch me eat and talk about the food. I don't think he's really reviewing the soda at all. So I, I maybe misrepresented that a little bit. I don't think he's really reviewing the soda. It's it's more about the the volume and the speed at which he chugs it. And, uh, and it, it sure is impressive. If, if I may say so myself. Um, and I, I would highly recommend watching one of his videos. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan. I've bought uh, a cameo from Badlands before. And I think that was, I think you mentioned it. that on the podcast before. Oh, maybe so. Maybe so. Um, yeah, I, I, well, and I think he's just, he's a real nice charismatic guy. It's just, he's a fun, fun YouTuber to watch. Um, whether you care about, competitive uh beverage chugging or not um i've got one of his his uh youtube videos pulled up now uh with the sound off just so i can see what you're talking about he's gonna drink it looks like uh seven mountain dews yeah there you go there you go yeah, uh, so I think it, I think the main difference between like a mukbang is like mukbang tends to be started as like people who are by themselves you could like eat your dinner and watch the videos and kind of feel like you're eating a meal with someone oh like it's a little more of a hangout and chat thing at least that's where it started i believe originally and like a lot of twitch people it's like i'm gonna sit down eat dinner and just chat with my chat whereas that's like people like badlands chugs and um i can't remember and shoe nice and people like that it's more <laughs> like just I'm going to put the most extreme things in my body or even like Nikado avocado. It's like a lot of those people of. are like the same. It's like shock. It's like a shock video, but you're shocked at what they're eating or drinking. Yeah, I guess it is kind of in the same genre of shoe nice. Although I think Badlands is much more wholesome. Um, so, he, oh, sorry. Uh, can I ask a quick question about this? Um, do we consider this to be a form of art? I, I certainly do. Okay. 
Cause, cause I mean, cause like, you know, a lot of different things can be art, even things that maybe aren't normally considered to be. So like maybe this, uh, maybe this is a form of performance art in and of it, in and of itself. I'm watching, like I said, I've got the, uh, I got the video pulled up. So I'm watching this. Um, it's a, it reminds me of, if we're talking about this through like a, a lens of this is art, it kind of reminds me of like, uh, like the type of type of shit carnies do, you know what I mean? They, you know, swallowing yeah, swords and breathing fire. It, it seems like it's, it's, it's a adjacent to that. Yeah. I mean, it, so, you anyway, know, it's sorry for interrupting, but it's like anything else. It's like, uh, watching, uh, you know, watching the Olympics, you're watching someone do something that you think there, that seems like no human would be capable of, and they do it with ease. And, and that's what Van Lens does. Uh, I, I want to, I want to share his, his catchphrase, which I really love is, uh, chugging the world one bottle at a time <laughs> and I, I i just think i don't know it's it's so inspirational to me and so it just feels grounding um i see what you mean about him having a charisma about him even just watching yeah. this with the sound off he's making like facial expressions and stuff yeah. and he just the point in the video i'm at now he just finished uh chugging i think it's actually eight mountain dews yeah in about 44 seconds yeah, uh, which I don't even know if I could chug one. I could probably do one Mountain Dew in forty-four yeah. seconds. I wouldn't he, feel good afterwards. But he also has like a really iconic burp. I think there's like a Badlands chugs like burp compilation. <laughs> oh yeah, I used to do video game, uh, like soundtracks, especially specifically for like game jams, where it's like you and a random pe- group of people get together and do like try and make the best game you can in a weekend. And I've definitely made monster sounds by just taking like bad lad and chugs videos and like <laughs> pitching down the burps. Oh yeah. That sounds like a really good time actually. Yeah. Um, he's a character. I wish I still had the cameo I bought from him. I don't know where that went, but it was um, without sharing too much. It was, it was when COVID first happened and uh, some friends got, had to like finish college online and i i asked him to make like an inspirational message to them and, and i think he just did a really amazing beautiful job with that and um i encourage you all to buy a cameo from badlands jokes i uh i pulled them up right now it looks like uh they're it's 99 dollars. so um i don't think it was that cheap. much when i bought it not the cheapest cameo, but not the most expensive cameo either. Um, and uh, based on that glowing review from Daisy, uh, and, and also uh, consistently five stars on cameo um, out of over a thousand reviews, so oh, might shit, be worth might be it. worth that ninety nine dollars. You found it? Uh, maybe I'll watch that later and 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 uh, pull out like a, a sound clip, the best, the best sound. Clip. Yeah. If you find a good sound clip, feel free to send uh, it, and I'll see if I can edit it into the podcast right here. Yeah, uh, I I found the receipt. I paid thirty dollars for that. So uh, a different time. That was April of twenty twenty. Hey, good for Badlands uh, Chugs. He's yeah. he's raised his stock. He's coming. Up. He's on the come up. Yeah. Um, y'all want to get into this episode? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, let's talk about it. So. Um, Badlands Chugs is not the only uh, star on on uh, on this show. We've also got a world championship boxer. Yes, um, yeah. kind of an interesting. This is a really interesting combination. Um, one of those episodes where you're like, "Where do they find these people?" But I mean, I feel like that's true of every wife swap episode we found we've watched so far. Um, I I feel like this was so there was a, you know there were a few kind of rough moments uh with some like fat phobia which we've seen on this show before but for the most part i feel like this was the most wholesome um hour of television we've watched on this show to date it, there wasn't really a whole lot of drama um that's mostly that's mostly it felt like it was just people trying to help each other out you know yeah that's an interesting perspective i um before you got here uh john i was telling hunter that i thought this was actually like 
the most one of the most fucked up episodes just in the really the 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 way the first well it, it gets wholesome at the end but the first 10 or 20 minutes are excruciatingly cruel i think um with like fat phobia and stuff like that um yeah i i, I think the scenes with the mom specifically like the seat like when they're you know so when they go see the house of the other family yeah um i i'm gonna share this quote uh this was the narrator the bookers don't just eat competitively they also eat for pure enjoyment which like which is a normal thing to do <laughs> yeah and it's just i this is real like to i, I I'm not sure what what year this was, but um, the 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 like late two thousands, early twenty tens, just like insane fat phobia is um, extremely yeah. present. And, and and like I said, we've we've seen that on this show before. I think it was the uh, yeah um, the episode with Sarge and the. Uh, who did they swap with the uh oh the, the chicken nuggets kid yeah i mean there's a lot of that on that episode too so it's um yeah. not only is it uh was it not only was it a thing that happened a lot at that time but but seems to be a trend on this show as well at least based on the few episodes we've seen yeah i thought there was a lot of um i thought there's a lot of parallels uh between these it looks like um this is from 2006 uh, which makes sense. Um, yeah, I, I I think there was a lot of similarities between that episode and this one, um, and, and you know, not least of which is the the aggressive fat phobia. Yeah, um, completely agree. It seems like they they were trying to set up a similar sort of story when they were casting uh, this episode, which I think this one, I think the the chicken nuggets kid one that we did last last week um or last time was from season five so this was actually a little bit before mm-hmm. before that um let's introduce the two families um we've talked about them a little bit but um first we've got the bookers we've already talked about eric he's a competitive eater and he takes it very seriously um he's won nine world records and he says he's hungry for more which i thought was uh, a funny little pun um Besides eating, uh, the family also enjoys creating music about eating. They make uh, like rap songs about <laughs> food. Um, pretty, pretty wholesome family. Uh, yeah, I thought they were it. extremely wholesome. Very wholesome. This is a very wholesome, happy family for the most part, with one exception. And that's that um, the wife, whose name is uh, Regina, right? Yeah. Um, she has to clean up for after um, her husband and her 13 year old son. They don't really help out with the chores at all. Um, so she's left doing just about everything. She's not a very assertive person as we see um, when we get later into when the family swap. But um, so, so the two uh, men, well, I guess, I guess I wouldn't call the 13 year old son a man, but the, the two males in the house, they don't really help out with the chores at all. That's really the only problem we see in this family though other than that they seem just very happy and loving and um just really sweet people yeah agreed agreed and then uh the other family uh, yeah you want you want to introduce them sure the alcorns the alcorns uh okay dad's a cop which okay we already off to a bad start here uh yeah homicide detective specifically yeah uh, and and he looks like a cop, that's for sure. Uh, he really does. He's got he's got that look. Um, it, all he's missing is the I, all he's missing is the trooper hat. Um, yeah, which he you know he it, it would fit his uh, his facial structure very well if he if he wore like a trooper hat. Yeah, but yeah, he's got the cop stash for sure. Um, and then the mom, I can't remember her name. Jennifer. Uh, Jennifer is uh she's Jennifer All American Alcorn. 
think is is what they call her. She's a competitive boxer. I believe she's retired by the time they do this show. She's more of a personal trainer now. Ah, okay. Because they get into yeah. a fight about that later. <laughs> um, yeah, she's a personal trainer, and we get a, I think probably the most stage slash maybe scripted moment of this entire show um, is when she she walks into the gym and there's a bunch of uh, women waiting for her to get there to to teach the class, and she goes. All right, it's time to work. Everyone, shut up and listen. And it felt very, it felt very phony. <laughs> that just might be her, though. I yeah, yeah, I could definitely see it being her, or I could see it being like uh, I. I remember Sarge. We talked about uh, Sarge. Um, She's got Sarge energy. Yeah, yeah. The two thousands he... were the era of the workout boot camp. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I those so. are really a thing anymore. But I mean, they probably are, but you don't hear about them. I feel like those people just started doing like Orange Theory or like other like high intensity training programs. I feel like as yeah. a society, we got a little more realistic about negative versus positive reinforcement. Yeah. Hey, if and if that's your kink, like go off. But <laughs> um, the the family organizes uh fight night fight clubs every Friday to let off steam, which which sounds insane, but they don't look like very intense fights. Yeah, they're just the boxing in the seen. backyard. Yeah, everyone's wearing protective equipment, and they're not. They're not like hitting each other super hard. It's more, it's more just like a like I go to a boxing gym and they have like open mat where people can kind of just you know train with each other. It, it's they're basically just doing open mat, but with having you know have it more of a party atmosphere. Yeah. Um, so, um, anything else you want to say about the the Alcorns to set this up, Daisy? I feel like compared to a lot of the other families we've seen on this show, the Alcorn kids get legs. They kind of like the uh, like the Sarge family. The kids mm-hmm. don't get a whole lot of screen time. Yeah, they're too busy doing sports and chores. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm laughing because the one note I have from the introduction is the Alcorns seem like fuckos. <laughs> <laughs> They do seem like they'd be pretty miserable people to spend yeah. a lot of time around. Like not, not people I would hang out with. And no, although I mean, and I'm I'm getting we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit here, but uh, Eric and Jennifer do seem to, um, it, it, by all accounts, they keep in touch and uh, seem to have developed a you know an, a strong relationship yeah. compared to definitely the, some you know most people who there. meet on this show. Yeah. Uh, I, I have to say, if someone said, hey, you want to come over Friday night, we're doing a fight club in the backyard. Um, and then I showed up and it was that I'd be pretty pissed off. If there, <laughs> if there was a cop there and everyone was wearing boxing gloves, I, I'd be I'd be pretty upset. Yeah, this isn't what I signed up for. Um. Yeah. Jennifer, uh, so I don't have much notes for like when they read the manuals or anything like that. Do either of you have anything to say about either of those? My next um, note is is when they actually meet each other. Oh, Jennifer puts on uh, Eric Sh- or Badlands shirt, which I think is just kind of a uh, uh, a weird thing to do. Let's just say that. Yeah, she starts yeah. putting on her his clothes, and then she's like, "Oh, we got a big boy. It's gonna take a bigger person to." I don't know. It was a weird vibe. She's she is I a weirdo, knew. and I it 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 actually grew on me by the end of the episode. But at that that point, I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, I did not like her vibe early yeah. on, and I liked the dad less over time. But we yeah. we can get into that. I'm the same way in that I didn't like her at first, but I definitely warmed up to her um, mm-hmm. towards the end. Um, so when when the families first meet, Regina gets a boxing lesson from from Brad, um, and uh, she she very clearly does not want to do the Fight Club. She's like, "No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not doing that." And I'm glad. I was a little nervous that the they were going to try to make her do it, even yeah. though she obviously didn't want to. And I'm I'm glad that they just they just let that go because 
I, I not not so much that I'm nervous like that Brad or the family would try to force her to do it. It's more like the producers of the show. Yeah. Um, I love but, someone says, Are you gonna box? And she goes, Am I gonna what? <laughs> yeah. Like absolutely <laughs> fucking not. Um, meanwhile, back at the other house, Jennifer watches Eric practice his competitive eating, which he has like a he actually practices this with his son timing him. Uh, I, I guess the whole family. I didn't realize that you practice competitive eating, although I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Um, how are you going to get good at it? Right. You, you got, how do you get good at anything by practicing? Um, but Jennifer is, so Jennifer's watching him, uh, just devour these hot dogs as fast as humanly possible. And she looks like she wants to throw up. She is not, <laughs> she does not enjoy it at all. Um, it's very much like uh, I can't remember her name, but the woman watching the uh, the demolition derby um, <laughs> in the previous episode that we did, uh, where she just did not understand demo derby at all. Um, that's that's kind of what this is this is yeah. like. And I'll be honest, I don't totally get competitive eating either, but I think I'd be able to watch it without <laughs> just having a, a miserable scowl on my face the whole time. Yeah. I mean, I did have a note from this though that like i love that he's just like drooling on himself like the white hot dog bun water (laughs) just like dripping out of his mouth all over himself like i absolutely understand why she's upset yeah i something that bummed me out is that um like when when she says like oh yeah like i'm a competitive boxer like all this stuff uh eric and the uh the son are both like oh that's awesome but mm-hmm. then, then when he wants to show off um, his competitive eating, she's like, "Oh, that's gross." I just that made me sad. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it's like everyone finds different things that make them happy, and your thing isn't necessarily better than anyone else's. But we we have certain stigmas attached to yeah, you know, certain hobbies and yeah. things like that. I mean the um. Going back to that scene, the, the best way I can describe it is it just it's she has a look of horror on her face. It's mm-hmm. not even that she looks upset; she just looks horrified by what she's uh, yeah. what she's witnessing. Maybe you know, to Hunter's point, maybe maybe I should shoot her a little bit bit of bail because she probably just wasn't prepared for what she was about to see. Yeah, I don't. I can't imagine personally. Uh, I've been a big boy. Yeah, before, but like I can't imagine just dipping like hot dog buns in water and like eating them two at a time. Well, he's not doing it because he's hungry. No, he's doing it because it's it's a feat of human uh, strength. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's he's training. He's putting in the uh, he's putting in his Malcolm Gladwell ten thousand hours so that he can be the best he can be. Oh yeah, I'm just saying there. It is a little, um, it is a little extreme to me. It's a sight like, to behold. Yeah, I I suppose, and it's the wet bread for me. It's not even <laughs> like uh, I'm judging him for doing it. It's more of just like a I hate this. I don't like that this happens. That does look gross. I think that's. I think that's normal for food eaters, though, is that I believe, right? Yeah. Um, the, I, know, I don't know anything about this stuff besides that episode of The Office where he, he says, don't forget to dunk the buns in water. So that's the only reason I even know that. I will concede that watching it on the internet and seeing it in someone's home might be a different experience. Next next note I have is, so... Uh, re- so they have to live like the other family for the first week, which means Regina has to get up at 4.45 a.m. because that's when Jennifer gets up. And uh, I think Regina is a lot like me because she, she, you can tell she hates getting up this early. Um, and I would too. I can't imagine having to, I mean, I've had to get up that early before, but not, I've never been happy about it. Then she goes for her long walk. Um you know, she uh, Regina's a very passive person, so she's just kind of going along with it. But um, she doesn't seem to love this lifestyle, and I wouldn't yeah. either. I probably feel the worst for her out of everyone during Same. this week because 
uh, it really does just kind of turn into her doing what that family wants to do the whole time. And yeah, like, was... there's weird clips of like the kids just like insulting her. Yeah. It, it did not seem like the other episodes of Wifesoft that we've watched where like they say like, oh, we're going to do this and then they do it. It was like, no, we're actually not going to do that. Yeah, we'll we'll get to it, but the uh, yeah the family does not go along with uh, Regina's rules at all. Um, once that time comes, um, one thing that really seems to bother her too is Brad and Brad only ever talks about how in shape he and his wife are, which I can't help but wonder if you know it is that just what he a thing that he talks about a lot, or is he specifically talking about that because Regina's. A bigger person you know what i mean and so he's just that's all he can think to talk about is how much he and his wife love to exercise it definitely feels like he's just completely devoid of personality yeah um yeah not a very interesting person at all um meanwhile jennifer doesn't seem thrilled about having to put up makeup and clean up after the guys which is totally fair um i thought it was really weird that they made her put on makeup yeah. yeah, this is like one of those producer moments that we heard about from our last episode where it's like the dad wasn't actually yelling at the mom. He was just yelling at the producers. Yeah. And like I've never seen before where like it seems like they kind of ignore their jobs most of the time, but it's weird that they just make them do each other's job. <laughs> yeah, that part is definitely weird. Like, I Surely. Oh yeah, where she's sitting at the desk, and uh, there's no way she actually did any actual work, though. Sorry, I interrupted Daisy. What were you saying? <laughs> if a if a if a strange woman showed up at my job and said, "Oh, I'm on a TV show. I'm doing Daisy's <laughs> job for today," I don't think everything would just be chill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, super weird. I mean, they both do this. So Regina is basically helping out at the fitness boot camp. Um, and they, it, the producers are kind of kind of mean on this note too, because they they keep saying like uh, even without doing the workout, Regina's exhausted. Yeah, you know, like um, so many comments like that. Right, it's uh, it seems it seems really mean. And then um, yeah, to, the uh, and then Regina tries to do um, yeah the no sorry um i'll edit some of this out because i'm struggling here jennifer tries to do regina's job which we don't know what it is but it's some type of job where you have to sit in front of a computer all day and uh and the computer's not even on so so that's what i mean by like i don't think they're actually doing anything i think they're just getting some b-roll yeah so that they can fit it into the episode and move on i am curious about regina leading the gym class because like i'm guessing they showed up to her class and were like hey do you want to be on national television just go along with this you don't have to pay today or something and they just like comped the i'm guessing that's what they did yeah they said if you get here 10 minutes before your class while we shoot this b-roll you can be that's true too yeah Um, meanwhile, Regina confronts Brad about spending so much time at work and not enough time with his kids. Um, another parallel from the episode we did last time. Yeah. And yeah, it it is totally fair, but Brad kind of just tells her to fuck off. Um, he's like, well, you know, when my work calls me, I got to go to work. Um, I don't, I'm not going to be like super, um, cop defender but he literally has like one of the jobs that like you just you gotta go if someone gets murdered you know what I mean like yeah, it does suck that he like loses time with family and that sort of thing but like yeah I, I, I think the thing is like I don't know we, we could get so deep into that I, I guess but like yeah it I do think you're right that it's not one of those jobs that like you can't just say like, "Hey, I'm eating dinner with my family." But then again, it's a job where you're, a job where you're on call. Yeah, yeah. Then again, like certain types of people pursue those kind of jobs, you know. Yeah, 
I mean, you have to live with the job you have. I'm not being, but it is like weird that she's like, she is like, turn your pager off and stuff. It's like, yeah, but what if someone's like gets stabbed? Yeah. It just gets um, fired because his pager is on. Back at the other house, Eric takes Jennifer to an all-you-can-eat buffet to help, uh, to hang out with his competitive eating buddies, which I think is cool that they, you know, he's made friends through this thing. Um, and, uh, but it's a little I was expecting all of them to eat as much as possible because maybe going to a buffet is how they practice. Again, I don't know how this stuff works. I don't know what practicing looks like. But um, apparently Eric's the only one who actually takes advantage of the all you can eat buffet. The, the rest of the guys are like, oh, no, we're we're not trying to eat that much because because they're trying to take better care of themselves. Um, and they seem to have legitimate concerns for um, Eric's health. So. Yeah, Eric I, is Badlands Chugs for anyone who's having trouble keeping up. Yeah, I was going to say, I also think that um, we don't really, what's a good way to put it? Um, we don't really get into this episode, but like if you look at like the competitive eating scene, there are guys like Badlands, but there are also a lot of guys who are in like really good shape. And like the big secret is really just stretching your stomach out. Like you don't have to live this like as a lifestyle to be a competitive eater. Mm-hmm. Like I think he yeah, is. I think uh, I think Joey Chestnut is a fairly. He's not a very big guy, is he? No, isn't I don't that, think. So. Isn't he like the most famous competitive eater or something? He's one of the biggest, at least. Yeah. Oh yeah, that guy, the guy with the big mouth. Yeah, you need a big mouth, not a not a big body, to be a competitive eater. Correct. Yeah. Um, and, and we see this when we when he gets uh, dinner with his buddies because they're, you know, none of them are as big as he is. Um, anything else about that? Um, I don't know. It is like I'm so torn because like I do think people should be able to be happy at any size. And, like, I do think the show is being mean to him. But, like, Eric specifically or Badlands, I do kind of feel bad for. Like, it, it's clear that it's gone beyond, like, him just being a competitive eater. And, like, I think there is health concerns. Like, go, his son is even like, oh, I wish, you know, my family ate healthy so that I could eat healthy food. When they're in one of the interviews, like I think it there is there, there is a weird in between, at least for me, where it, it's it's kind of hard to decide how exactly I feel about the whole situation. Yeah, the producers are, or like the narrator or whatever, is definitely being mean. Um, but I I think he at the end he he seems happy with with what what changes i guess um this is kind of what we were talking about earlier but once we get to the point where the wives you know it's their turn to be in charge for a week greg and his kids completely reject all of regina's rules and i I felt really bad for her because she she really seems to struggle with being assertive because anytime She brings up, uh, I didn't write down the list of things she brought up, but anytime she brings up any kind of suggestion whatsoever, even if it's not even that big a deal, all, all the entire family is just like, nah, we're not going to do that. And she's like, oh, okay. Yeah, um, it was weird. Like, if you compare it to, like, the boss Gustafaro episode, where, like, the Gustafaros get so mad about the rules that she makes, but then they mostly follow them yeah whereas this episode uh the alcorns are like so calm about the whole thing and then they just don't do it i really wonder this is maybe um a reach but we were talking about like the previous episode we watched and like the producers being really pushy and stuff with this guy being like a homicide detective and like a boxing trainer and stuff i wonder if they were just like a little afraid to try and push him that's true yeah compared to like everyone else i wonder if they kind of were just like we're gonna let this guy slide because i'm afraid 
Yeah, maybe they realized they bit off more than they could chew with that guy. Because he does he, have like a scary vibe. Yeah, he does. It, it, maybe it's either that or maybe this family just figured out that this show is bullshit and they don't actually have to <laughs> go along with anything. And um, other families are bought into the arbitrary rules of this show more so than this family. Yeah. Um, on the other side, uh, Jennifer does the typical thing that we've seen in other episodes of this show where she tries to whip Eric into shape. Um, not a whole lot to say about that yet, but it'll get more interesting as the episode goes on. Uh, Regina. Okay. So this is another part that I didn't like, I guess when I said this episode's wholesome, I might've been, I was mostly talking about the back half. Cause, uh, yeah. cause y'all are right. This is, this is pretty cool. Um, at certain points, Regina takes the the two daughters to get their nails done, which I think is such a sweet thing to do. Um, and the girls just complain about it the whole time. Yeah, like she's doing really she's sad. doing this nice thing for them, and and they're both just like, "Ugh, why are we getting our nails done? This is so stupid." Um, really bones me out, to be honest. Yeah, I, that kind of reminded me of the last episode where like. They were making the girls dress up for the pageant and like you could tell the one girl was clearly not comfortable with it. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know if they feel uncomfortable necessarily, but they definitely are just not open to the idea. So maybe I was projecting a little bit from that previous episode, but like as a kid, I think they're just like, don't really get it. I don't know. I I, I think that they don't enjoy it, but I think it's kind of like, their parents have raised them to not enjoy it. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, but also, it, to me, it's like if if you teach your kids to just be polite and have just basic good manners, then even if they're not enjoying it, I feel like they should be able to recognize, I feel like they're old enough to be able to recognize, hey, this woman is trying to do a nice thing for me. So I can at least just be grateful that, you know, she wants to spend time with me and do something nice for me. Um, yeah. That's you know what I mean? They're pretty contemptuous of her. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, back at the other house, Jennifer invites a pro football player uh, to help her get Eric uh, in shape. Um, I'm going to skip my next note and come back to it just so I'm staying on this uh, this tip, but Brandon and Eric, Brandon's the son, uh, they take turns punching a bag. Um, th- this is where I think the, the episode takes a more wholesome turn. Uh, both the football player and Jennifer are shouting encouragement at them the whole time. And Jennifer even tears up just from seeing Eric's success. Um, and unlike the other family where they're all just telling uh, Regina to fuck off, essentially, um, Eric and Brandon both seem to be going along with this. Um and seem pretty into it. Yeah, they they seem like they're so. really willing to, to to engage with with that. Um, back at the other house, Regina orders back up in the form of her friend Felicia. Um, this this is another nice moment. I think uh, Regina and her friend help the uh, the son and the family write a rap song just to give them something creative to do. Um, even. Greg, the dad, seems very proud of uh, his son, or, or at least you know it's edited to seem that way. Who knows? Um, his rap is so cool. It's yeah. It seems like legitimately the most fun that that family has the entire episode. Yeah, it's um, like the kids don't understand. I don't know. It's also highly edited. I'm sure they're not weird that like they don't know what fun is, but it does seem like they seem really worried about um like what's a good way to put it not getting their chores and stuff done in a weird way like i understand like cleaning your room and stuff but they have the kids like dusting and stuff yeah well and it's like they're like oh the kids enjoy doing their chores and it's like nobody enjoys doing their chores like i just don't i don't buy it yeah, like as an adult, I recognize there's things that need to get done around my house. Yeah, but I don't do it. Right. It's fun. Yeah. 
That being said, uh, Jennifer does Regina a huge favor. Um, maybe the most important thing she does this whole episode. She teaches the guys how to clean the house, um, which uh, hopefully that's a change that that um, stuck because Regina shouldn't have to do all that by herself. Yeah, I would say uh, according was... to the wrap up at the end, it does. They talk. That's the yeah. one thing they talk about, like really doing to make sure. And that, those are all the notes I have up until the couple's reuniting. So if either of you have anything else before the couple's reunite. Mm-hmm. Um, the only note I have is that at the Alcorn house, they're all sitting on the couch with shoes on. And it just, it feels so sterile or like, not sterile, but like, un, I don't know, shoes on in the house just feels like... Um, they're not relaxed. No, I don't think this family knows how to relax. They're just they're just go 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 all the time. They, they they're um they're a family of overachievers, and and I don't mean that necessarily as a compliment. Right, right. So um, the couples reunite. Um, I think of the three episodes we've seen so far, that this one they're the friendliest with each other they there's no there doesn't seem to be any bad blood whatsoever yeah um jennifer says she taught the guys to clean better which uh great news for regina um eric lost 12 pounds okay the only bad part of this interaction was when uh greg starts lecturing them about being unhealthy uh in in like the most condescending way possible yeah Um, you just like can't let it go yeah, which it's not just the not being able to let that shit go. It's also watching adults lecture other adult other adults always uh, just gives me bad vibes. Yeah. Um, but other than that, you know, pretty positive interaction. They they hug at the end, and um, there's even a suggestion that they'll stay in touch, which we find out later that they do. So, um. A few weeks after the swap, the swap, the uh, acorns. I think that's a misspelling. It's alcorn, alcorns. Right? <laughs> the acorn. The, so the alcorns don't really change anything. They got nothing out of this at all, which I think is sad because Regina, you know, she. I think she had a lot of really good ideas for that family that could have enriched their lives. Yeah, um, they could have come out of this not being stuck up ding dongs, and they exactly they just didn't. They they really double down on being stuck up ding dongs. Um, meanwhile, at the Booker House, they are making some changes. They're uh, they're trying to eat healthier. Um, the father and son are exercising together. Regina and her friends have an exercise club together, which looks like a good time. Um, and uh, both of the men started cleaning more. So the the Bookers really uh, made the most of this. Um, what do you call it? This situation and really took as much out of it as they could. Um, I, like I said, I think the Alcorns could have learned as well if they would, you know, get their head out of their asses. But right. um, it seems like it was a pretty good experience for the bookers at least. Yeah. yeah. Bit, bit of a spoiler. Um, but he's the Booker family. He says he's retired from competitive eating. We do know that that's that. not true. Um yeah. I wonder how long that stuck. Not in a judgmental way, but I am really curious because he says, like, I'm, you know, from now on, I'm retired. And, like, there's a little bit of talk about how she retired from boxing because she knew when it was time and healthy for her to stop. And I'm curious if, like, he actually felt that way. And then. How long did. So he is he still a competitive eater to this day? Or did he just do the YouTube thing? Um, if you look at his YouTube channel, there is a Nathan's hot dog competition, but it, the video is him doing the lemonade chugging. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he does a lot of food challenges there anymore, for it's mostly drinking challenges. Looking through his YouTube, it's a lot of drinking. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it looks like it's all. Oh, gross. He posted one where he's just drinking a gallon of hot dog water. No way. Hell yeah. That's there's awful. A, there's also some hot sauce bottle chugs on there. Okay, that's cool. I respect that. 
this is concerning. Yeah, it looks like mostly uh, mostly soda and stuff like that, though. Oh, here's he he does have one where he's eating the Spider Verse Whopper. <laughs> Hell yeah! I didn't know the <laughs> Spider Verse Whopper existed. I gotta go get some of that tasty, tasty spider meat. <laughs> um, yeah. Sh- sh- did did you guys watch the credits? I yes, I do have a note about that. Um, <laughs> you you want to tell everyone about it though? Yeah, I I think actually the, the absolute best part of the the entire episode. Agreed. Uh, and and it really shows the the bond that that Eric and uh, Jennifer formed. But they're they're doing a rap together where uh, Eric Badlands is uh, he's beatboxing and Jennifer is uh, rapping. And she's being a little bit mean, but but it, it, they're having fun. So I, I thought that was really wholesome. Perfect way to... Um, it, it was the perfect thing to put in the background while the credits are rolling. Yeah, yeah. Very good stuff. Uh, and uh, like he said that having... he still keeps in... He still Sorry, he, I, I was just going to say, he says that he still keeps in touch with Jen. I wonder if that's true even to this day. Probably not. So. Who knows? I hope so too, honestly. Um, Hunter, what were you going to say? Um... This show always seems to have like the perfect thing to put on during the credits. Yeah. Like the credit clips are always just like the wildest thing that happens that they can't give like drama context to. Yeah. That is, that is one of the great strengths of this show for sure. Um, That's all I have for this episode. Yeah. I've been doing a little bit of uh research i i was gonna i was gonna see if you guys wanted to watch this uh why i am qualified to serve for curry county as your commissioner by brad alcorn but it's nine minutes oh, long, God. so i don't think i really don't want to watch the whole thing did he like uh, run for an run for office or something yeah, he he ran for uh county commissioner which i don't even know what the hell that is but i think he lost i can't tell uh, but we've got some good photos on here of him looking like a real, real chode cock. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna share my screen here. Go for okay, it. Okay. Uh, we've got some. He's uh, doing the cop pose. Got oh some God! Family pictures. Some of this. Uh, do you guys want to watch this uh, cameo? Yeah, yeah we can. Oh, we're meeting Brad. Meet Brad. But I wonder if it mentions uh the highlight of his uh political career oh. being on White Sox. <laughs> it is on there. There it is. Television appearances include HBO Boxing, ESPN Friday Night, Fights Live, Telemundo, Fox Sports, and White Swap. Interesting. Let me know if you guys can hear this. What's good now? Oh, yeah. And I want to give a big shout out to Lily and Amanda. Hey, now, how y'all doing? Hey, I hear that you love Badlands Chugs videos, and I'm so happy for that. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart now, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for watching, all your support. I really appreciate you. You know there's no Badlands Chugs without you, so thank you once again. So, I hear that you're in your last semester of college, and I know because of this COVID stuff, you know, we all quarantined, we all in the house, you see my house back there, and it's like we're getting cabby fever, can't concentrate, you know, because you know when you go to school, it's like you go there, there's a building, you're doing work, you're in class, you're with your friends, you know what I'm saying, afterwards. And now it's just you're stuck in front of this computer and it's just, ah, you know, I can't wait till this is over. But I just want to let you know, just hang in there, okay? This thing is going to be over, hopefully, sooner than later, okay? So I just want to say, just hang in there. And when this is over, when the curve is flattened, it's going to be a big celebration. Everybody's going to ball out. And I know you too, Lily and Amanda, would do the same. Okay? So, just for y'all, okay, for, you know, staking it out and trying to stay motivated, doing all, 
the homeschool thing, you know, the online classes. I want to dedicate this chug, okay? For our listeners, he's getting ready to chug a Coke Zero. Hang in there, okay? We're almost through this. And big ups to y'all. Cheers. Here he goes. God damn. That was like three seconds. Man, there's a lot of carbonation in this bad boy. No, that was a baby one. Oh, man. They're not coming out. The burps are not coming out. But in any case, I want to say, you know, stay focused on your schoolwork, okay? I know it's it's not cool that you got to do it online, but don't worry. Just take it out. It's going to be well worth it, okay, when you all graduate. And remember, the next time y'all watch Badlands Chugs, don't touch that. What's good now? Badlands Chugs. Yeah, he always says, don't touch that mouse. I was going to ask. I didn't. I couldn't make out what he said at the end. Oh, That's yeah. That's like his catchphrase or something. Yeah. I don't know if anything that was... of that is actually usable for, for the podcast, but... I mean, I'll I'll leave it all in if you're cool with it. Um, but uh, very that was very sweet of him. He ended up being wrong about the pandemic, though. Yeah, it, it was <laughs> it not did, it over did, quickly. We did not. It was not over there. quickly, and we did not have a party at the end because there because there really was no end. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, what a seems like a really sweet guy. Yeah, real wholesome. Yeah. Um. Anything else from either of you got anything else you want to talk about before we we plug our uh, phone and everything? Um, I can't really think of anything personally. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Um, sorry. I know this episode is a little different because we uh, had to do it remotely, but um, hopefully you still enjoyed listening and uh we i will say we got a voicemail today but we i can't hear any audio so i'm not sure if someone butt dialed us um but if you meant to leave us a voicemail we didn't hear it so maybe try again or feel free to text us as well um if anyone wants to call or text for any reason uh our number is 317-296-3247 uh feel free to let us know Tell us you love us, tell us you hate us, tell us what sodas we should review on the show, um, tell us what shows you want us to cover. Confess um, to the $300,000 Gen Con trading card heist if you want to, oh, yeah. you tell anyone. How how was that, Hunter? Did you you were there. Did you uh, witness yeah, any of that? Um, I played the fifth, um, <laughs> but... <laughs> I mean, Gen Con was fun. It was a crazy amount of people. My other show did a live show. That's really fun. We had a pretty good attendance, um, considering we got like put on a super early slot. But um, yeah, it was really fun. Uh, I think they said they sold out completely on Saturday, which was 75,000 tickets, not counting vendors, volunteers, and employees. That's wild. So there's probably about a hundred thousand people in the convention center, which is nuts. Jen sure knows how to throw a con, I guess. <laughs> Damn, girl. That's awesome. Um, I'm glad you uh glad your podcast had a had a good time, got a good turnout. Yeah, yeah. And thanks again if you listen to that show. And this one, if you came up, it was really fun. We're definitely gonna try and do it again next year. Hell yeah. if, if we did a live show, where where would we do it? That's true. We need a convention for people who talk about television. <laughs> we could do it at SawCon. There we go. <laughs> John, have I, you ever uh, SawCon? SawCon? Is it for saws? Like the tool? <laughs> SawCon these balls. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I can't believe I fell for that. <laughs> feels too feels too obvious uh we could one of my friends had a podcast and he literally did like a, a live episode at a house just like how people sometimes do house shows so oh, hell yeah 
even something like that we could probably do. Yeah, that's kind of dope. But, I like that idea. Yeah. Like get some bands to play and then in the middle of it, it's like, all right, guys, we're talking about <laughs> wife swap. We could, yeah, we could definitely <laughs> do that. And like, if oh, we should do it at the block house because they have a projector there and we can just like play a, play an episode of, of the reality show we're talking in the background. Oh, yeah. We could play clips and stuff. It's a good idea. Uh, all right, everyone. Us, tell us what you think of that idea. Give us a call. Yeah, give us a call, 317-296-3247. Get at us at confession.cam on Instagram. And uh, I think that's it. So we're going to go ahead and sign off. Thanks for listening. listening. Good night. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye.